0: You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're in the second chapter in Eruvin, and we're talking about this well, this well with posts around it. The the well's the circle in the middle of the graphic, and we learnt that the well itself is considered a private domain. So in order to draw water from it, In order to pull water from the private domain of the well into the public domain. We need to create a partition. So we're going to create a partition with these these boards around it. And we're learning actually about generally how you create partitions around public spaces. To turn them into private spaces. These are really the principles which are coming out in this chapter of the Mishnah. And we closed yesterday at the end of the third Mishnah with a remark from rabbi Yudah and rabbi Yudah started talking about sizing he says look the the posts could be expanded out let's just go back to the the, the posts for a sec the 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 you know the, this picture here describes or illustrates some posts which are really quite close to the well but rabbi Yudah says look you can go quite a long way out um you can go as far out as two bait seah, which is basically five thousand amot square. By the way, this is the size of the of the of the Mishkan. So it's um five thousand it let's think about it as 10 by 50 amot. We're gonna l- learn later, it's a bit like 49 by 49 amot or a bit a bit more than that. So Rabbi Yudas said we can go as large as two baits And the sages said to him, no, no, that only applies for personal dwellings like gardens or wood stalls. But if we had more rural dwellings like pens or stables or backyards or courtyards, then effectively there's no maximum size. You know, we could go right up to, uh, I don't know, 50 acres. And Rabbi Uda is now going to come back and talk about other characteristics of this space, which we're going to create the of around. So Rabbi Yudah goes on to say, Rabbi Yudah Omer, Im Maf If what if a public road ran right through our area, or our, or the area we've designated as private, effectively ran right through next to the well? And Rabbi Yudah says, Yisalkena Litzadadin. We'll have to divert the public road to the side. Rabbi Huda will not let a public road run right through the enclosed area. And already here, by the way, you can see shades of arguments that you know we have in London today. Can a big road run right through the area? Well, some people say yes, some people say no. And then he goes on to. Um, so that's the, 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 the statement of Rabbi Huda and rub and different rabbis are now going to come in with their take on these issues so rabbi akiva says either for a public system or a public well or even a private well they make posts that means we're going to make posts like this picture here we can do this for these three categories as well but for a private system they have to make a real partition ten hand breaths high and that's according to rabbi akiva there seems to be some difference between these types by the way rabbi Udab ben bava has a different view rabbi Judah ben bava omer you can only do these this trick with the posts for a public well. There seems to be some distinction between these different kinds of well, and that is partly partly because a cistern, So a cistern is a, a water tank where we collect water. A well is a water source there seems to be an issue about the water in the the water in the cistern drying up there's nothing to once you i mean we will fill the system probably in the middle of winter so when the rain comes we're going to fill the system but as the spring passes away and the summer goes on at some point that cistern is going to dry up there will be no more water in it and of course once there's no more water in it 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 it, it we're no, it's no longer meeting the qualifications for the kind of area that you might put an air of around at least that is according to um, Rabbi Akiva. Um, whereas a well a, a private well or a public well well we know that's not going to dry up and as far as a public system is concerned well. You know, the public takes care of itself, and people watch out for one another. There's no fear about carrying in and out of a public system if it dries up, because we know people are watching out over that. And Rabbi Udar Ben Bava is is um, strict in the sense that he will only allow this to happen if we have a real public. If we have a real public well, in terms of a private well, he's concerned that. People won't take care about carrying in and out of the public domain. And in terms of assistant, he's anxious that it will dry up. Now, he also said, so we're carrying on with Rabbi Yudab and Bava. So the, the structure of this part of the Mishnah is a bit like the structure of Mishnah Eduyot, where the sayings are arranged by teacher rather than arranged by subject matter. So we're going to have more sayings from Rabbi Judah ben Bava, and in a minute we'll have more from Rabbi Eliezer. So the orama Rabbi Judah ben Bava and Rabbi Judah ben Bava also said Hakinah veha veha pef shehen Shehinchvim avav shirin al shivin amav sharin mukafet gadai Gavoha asarat fakhim. Matalt limtoka uilvar sheyeba shom um uh, or so he said you can carry within a garden or a woods or up to 70 cubits in a bit by 70 cubits in a bit what's the 70 by 70 doing here well 70 by 70 is 4,900 again he's working with our two baits 70 in a bit by 70 in a bit is hitting the maximum size of 5,000 square amot which is two baits so he's saying he's sticking with our maximum size. But remember we said that the garden or the wood store were essentially domesticated kind of places. He actually demands that there's something domestic in it. In other words, a watchman's hut or a dwelling place or it's near to the town. So Rabbi Yudab in Baba is making the distinction between domestic places which can only be fenced out 70 cubits by 70 plus a little bit and rural places where you can really put an aerovin of any size you like and Rabbi Yudai is going to come back and disagree even if it only contains a cistern or a ditch or a cave these are the kind of place these are the kind of functionalities that we've been discussing until now we can carry within it and Rabbi Akiva says Rabbi Akiva Omer even if it's got none of these things we can carry within it provided it's got and I think this means to has the maximum of seventeen a little by seventeen a little so Rabbi Akiva is only interested in the area he's not interested re- in the least in what is inside now and now he gets now you feel you're a little bit in eduyot right with this list of witnesses rabbi eliezer says rabbi eliezer oh man we know about rabbi eliezer we know he's completely crazy we've seen this right the way through the mishnayot of Zeraim, and for that matter his views on bris milah rabbi, rabbi eliezer will make a, a fire to forge a knife for a brit milah and Shabbat. Rabbi Eliezer Omer. If its length exceeds its breadth by even a single cubit. In other words, if it's not a perfect square. You can't carry within it. It has to be a perfect square. And I, I'm sorry to confess, I don't really understand why Rabbi Eliezer considers the need to have it a perfect square. And Rabbi Rabbi Yehoti comes in and says, Even if its length is twice its breadth, it's permitted to carry within it. But we haven't finished hearing from Rabbi Rabbi Eliezer. Amar Rabbi Eli, he's a student of Rabbi Eliezer. Shemati, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eli said, I heard from Rabbi Eliezer even if it's as large as a bait core. There's absolutely no limit here. And then he goes on Menu, and I also heard from him. Now we're gonna hone back in a little bit in the in the structure of Erevin. Shesha The residents of a courtyard we had, and one of them forgot to make the eruv forgot to join in the eruv so we're homing in on the whole subject of eruv and we haven't learned what making an eruv is we're going to learn that at the beginning of the next chapter which we're going to look at tomorrow but rabbi Eli is already telling us in the name of rabbi eliezer that if someone in the courtyard doesn't participate in making the eruv he cannot carry he can't use it Beitu Asur, his house, is forbidden. Milachnis He can't bring stuff in and out of it, as far as he is concerned. Beitu Asur milachnis lo, just for him. Aval lahem mutar, but everybody else who participates in the of they can carry in and out of his house. And the Talmud explains here, by the way, that he achieves this by temporarily relinquishing his ownership in the courtyard so at this point they own the courtyard they've got an error of it works perfectly well they can carry in and out of uh, in and out of the courtyard shemati and rabbi yai continues i also heard from him from rabbi eliezer sin but gravnim that people can be f- outside uh, there. their they can fulfill their obligation at pesach with a, a herb called Ak ravnim. Now, this is called heart's tongue, or it seems to be called heart's tongue in English, but it's not tongue. This is not the tongue of an animal. This is a herb. So, we must be talking here about the bitter herb. According to Albach, it's scolopendrium. And I did actually go out and find you a photo of scolopendrium. On the RHS website, and sure enough, by the way, it is called heart tongue fern. It seems to be some kind of greeny stuff. I'm sure it won't taste very good, and maybe that's why it's okay for bitter herbs. And then, Rabbi Eli continues. This is maybe a more significant, and maybe a criticism of Rabbi Eliezer. Maybe a criticism. Vechizarti al kol Talmidav. I went round all his students. This is Rabbi Eliezer's students. We know Rabbi Eliezer came to a bad end, and he had a very unique view about transmission of tradition. I went round all his students, Uvi Kashtili Chaver, and I tried to find a Chaver, a Chavruta, VeLo Matsati, and I did not find one.